Ready? Today I'm going slow. Five laws that govern that realm. And these laws are applied even by witches. The first law is the law of sacrifices. The law of sacrifices. Sacrifices. Let me be very clear. I know there is a perverted teaching on sacrifices. There is a teaching on Inua Madabahu, Inua Dabihu. And people have been deceived by that teaching. That is not what I'm talking about. Anytime God places a demand on a sacrifice, there are two things he will do. One, he will lead you. Two, he will give you grace. It can be painful, but he will instruct you and give you grace. They, when we were doing the 40 days of prayer, a lady came with her phone and said, Pasi, I've been struggling with this phone. And God spoke to me the first day of prayer that I need to give it out. I said, okay. And I remember when we were praying, she was crying. I knew it is the pain. Okay, your phone is a good thing. You know, it's, it's, it's easy, you know. To some people, it matters. So she released. Two days later, someone brought a sewing machine and said, I was helped. I want to be a blessing. I opened the store and the lady was there asked her, uh, you know anyone who needs a sewing machine? She says, I always do sewing part-time. And I was believing God for a machine. I said, behold the machine. Now guess what? Whatever she gave, that phone she gave, one of our pastors could not be on WhatsApp because he didn't have a phone. So I'm holding the phone and I'm like, you know someone has released the phone. And I know this is someone's prayer. He said, I don't have a phone. I released. Now, are you seeing the chain of command? That there are things you are believing God for. And there are things people are believing God for. So as you release, he releases. It is a level of entrustment. How many know hands that are full cannot hold? Sacrifice is not for children or servants. It's for sons. Abraham said to the servants, stay at the foot of the mountain. We are going to worship the Lord. He went with his son Isaac and they ascended. I'll tell you. You have a young child, take them to Naivasia, buy them biscuits. A thousand, boom. One box, one hundred. You get nine hundred change. You leave Naivas with that child and tell that child, Nipe. The child will hold the whole box and put it at the back and say, mm -mm. And you look at that child and wonder, do you know the change I have can buy you nine more? Now tell your neighbor, some of you are like that in the spirit. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's why I said sacrifice is not for children. If I buy my wife biscuit and I tell her, give me, she'll give me the whole box and ask me, just take what you want. <laughs> some of us, it's not easy. Sacrifices will mess your budget. Mess your plans. I was here believing God for a car. Began to save. Hey. The day we were making a, a, a transfer as a deposit, it bounced. Guess what? That night, the Lord spoke to me. Told me, do you need a car now? And yes, I need one. Mine is, I can't even go beyond 40 kilometers. Even as we are talking, it's more like it's Udaish. It's like a wheelbarrow, amen. You know, the noise. The noise is making. So, so I'm here. And this is money I've worked for 
It's not offering. Things have gone for missions. I've saved. I've saved. Then the Lord tells me. Uh, do you need the money between the car and the generator? Which is more important now? Then he gives me now priorities of the kingdom versus appetites of the pastor. And I called Pastor William at 12. I told him, generator deposit direct. I want to tell you, I had balancing tears. Let me tell you, when you're about to buy something, you see so many of them. <laughs> I knew the car I wanted. And even the day I was going to park, I, the, the car in front of me was my prayer item. And I followed it. It parked where I was going. Until I began not to be spiritual. I said, Lord, I know you are speaking. I know you are confirming. <laughs> Until I heard the true voice. Generator. Tell your neighbor, sacrifice is a language of sounds. But it works in the kingdom. Even in the kingdom of darkness, you gain your rank by sacrifice. Do you know why people sacrifice, especially in the kingdom of darkness? They will audit what you love and tell you, bring that person. It's a son or your mother. Bring that person. Because they want to take away that attachment so that whatever they tell you to do, you can do it because you have lost all that you loved. That's how people become wicked in that kingdom. Because you have given all that made sense. Even in this kingdom, of course, God does not rob. God addresses the appetite and the possession of that thing. So that he can usher you to a level of entrusting you with more. He said to Abraham, from today, in blessing thee, I shall bless thee. I swear by myself. Abraham opened a door of handling real blessing. And you know later, Abraham, when he died, he had other sons other than Isaac. It's true. So, this language of sacrifice, it is not to bribe God, but it answers in the realm of the spirit. It's a very powerful force. That's why you can never go to a witch. By the way, I've never seen someone go to a witch. Nana Mwambia, Nihaje witch. First salary And the demands they place, I've never heard anyone complain. And witches know the power of sacrifice. They understand it's a law in the spirit. Are you getting me? Are you getting me? Number two is the power, the law of altars. He was told, raise an altar unto the Lord. For me, if you ask me, an altar is not a physical monument. Can I even be very radical with you? You see where I'm standing? It's an elevated pondium. I know we have had this language of Listen, you can have a wicked worshiper, but God is ministering to you on a personal level. Are you getting it? This, the days of altars, physical, died. This is an elevated area for pastor to see you and you to see me, period. We do gimmicks. I've seen people come. 
And they're told, come with your sacrifice. Lay it on the altar. Cry on that altar. This altar will answer you. And let me tell you, what answers them is not the cry on, the, on this stone monument. It is their faith. Are you getting me? So even if you throw money here and you give there, it is the same. This one is not more holier than that one there. I'm trying to deal with some people who bring commotion here. <laughs> Now, it's good to make things clear. Are we together? But let me tell you, because we gather here frequently for spiritual activity, that is what makes this an altar. Okay? Because there are many persistent spiritual activities. It makes this an altar. A pathway of engagement. Now, we don't just pray from here. So you also pray from there. So the whole of this house is considered as an altar. Because there are spiritual activities and transactions. Are you getting me? So we don't need to put a rail here and a big city, a bishop, and say no one passes here unless he's an altar. Okay, it works for some religions, but I tell you, this place is not holier. If your dealings with God are not okay, no matter how high and how red this pulpit is, God cannot move in your life. That's, the, that's it. Altars are in our hearts. So ideally what I'm saying, you must develop a culture of spiritual engagement in an area. That's, the, uh, that, that's what we call the raising of an altar. You can't raise something powerful than what Jesus raised on Calvary. We can't do that. We can't do that. And there are people who have decided this is a holy place and respect their faith. Don't go there defiling it and sitting on it. If you find a barrier, respect, don't go there, please. Respect their, their faith. It works for them. So leave them alone. And sometimes God moves here and he does not move there. It kills the omnipresence of God. <laughs> the one who moves here only up and mungu it, 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 it is not doctrinally accurate. There is also the law of consecration. The law of consecration. Consecration is to be set apart. This setting apart is what communicates righteousness. You can be righteous by acts, good morals. And there are people who have good morals. They are righteous. They are witches who fast. They don't struggle with fleshly desires. Because they know that rian does not answer to defilement. Okay, did you not see the spokesman of Mount Kenya? The one who speaks on behalf of the mountain. Yes. The day he was being consecrated, they said he cannot sleep with his wife. And there are foods he was not supposed to eat. He was consecrated, set apart, and observed some level of purification and holiness. Because that realm answers to some level of righteousness by works. You go to a diviner's house. They, uh, these people fast. They, they, they guard their mouths. They are disciplined on spiritual laws. And that's why they can tell you things prophetically. You who is born again, going to a diviner and they can tell you some stuff because you are defiled. Hello? It's not that God cannot tell you those things. You have no capacity to journey there. 
And so some of you, because of that, you want powerful preachers who go there and then come and tell you what God is. Many Africans are lazy. That's why we celebrate prophets. It's not the inability of God speaking. Their altars are full of ashes instead of fire. So they are looking for a man that can pay the price. And those who are paying the price are conning you well, well. You will pay the price for their price. Are you getting me? Are you getting me? And that's why they need bodyguards. Because they sneak there illegally. Those are thieves. <laughs> if you go there legally and God permits you to prophesy, the first thing you will download is the nature of the Holy Spirit. You will be humble. It's very true. You don't need a man that has eaten metal. And then you feel very safe. You speak in tongues and activate the hedge of fire. And you walk in town. But we have to address this thing. A preacher with board guards. That one should be questionable. The 12 disciples were not board guards. No. That name disciple means people being trained in the disciplines of the master. They were not board guards. They were not board guards. But you come to see Jesus and then they push you. But you see Peter. Instead of morning devotion, they are doing gym devotion. Saying, we are going to Capernaum. Ah, no. No, no, no. You know, a generation is being deceived. People think being a pastor is flashy life. Expensive cars and intimidating men. You are not a pastor. The first level is to be a servant. If you cannot wash my feet, you are not worth even my tithe. It's a fact. The natures of Christ will be downloaded because the gift will begin to conform you to the source. Are you getting me? So where were we before we go there? The law of consent. Then there is the law of faith. Romans 10, 17. Faith cometh by hearing. Comma. I heard Orengo in, in the court addressing BBI and he was talking about adjectives. Announce, and I said that's how men study legislation. Even a comma makes sense. That comma changes everything about that scripture. That tells you whatever you hear first will create a faith. When you hear the word of God, you will have faith in God. It is that which you hear repeatedly. Muchawi, 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 kuwa. Later, you will develop a faith of Madabahu, Muchawi, Kua. It's very true. The more you hear the word of God, that God is powerful than witches, God is powerful than sorcerers, the blood of Jesus has redeemed you. You keep on hearing that one day you will meet a witch and remember your faith is grounded on something different. And you cannot transact in the realm of the spirit without faith. 
Even witches, the reason why they tell you, go and look for a black chicken. They are testing your faith. Obedience is, there is, is, is a sign of faith. You come with a black chicken. They say, this is not black enough. You look for a black enough faith. And then they ask you, do you believe? Yes. Look for 20,000. You look for 20,000. They ask you, do you believe? Yes. Then they face a wall and do their stuff and give you stuff. And then you carry mti mesiagwa. Ya green. Kamefungo na karatasi. Na kakaekuo branding ya maganda ya ndizi. Na ukaeka kwa handbag palo meka title deed. And you went home. And then you are told take shower at 12 midnight. That is faith that you can wake up. Utumie muti mesiagwa. Uweke kwa maji. Na uoge marasaba. Na useme my husband will love me. Your faith is what will answer. Si haka kaunga. And now people want church. So that people don't believe Jesus just like that. Last more wapatia ka anointing oil. Ka Israel. Last more wapatia maji. Why in the Nile home? Kila siku. Eh na kachumvi. Kila siku akiamka asubuhi anajipaka lotion, alafu anajiguzisha ka anointing oil. I'm covered. And I tell you it's happening. You go to people car, they have anointing oil. Branded with faces of men. Those are systems of witches. Whereby your faith is bound on something. And because we have, we are rich in Africanism and witchcraft. Ukienda kanyumba kamchawi lazmo toke na kitu. Ukikuja kwa nyumba ya pastor pia unangonjo toke na kakitu. Au tatoka na kitu. Tatoka na declarations. Taunua mikono nukwambia, sema my father, my father. After five minutes, nakwambia in the home. There's someone I prayed for. Ali ni pe story two hours. You know, to complicate the matter. Pastor kwetu atakuna madhabahu za mababu. Mimi atakuna wakuna mutu wanaito muangia she succeed. Mimi ni makuwa ni kipigo na mapepo siku. Two hours. Niki msikiza tu. Nikwambia sasa tuneza omba. Akapiga magoti. Akainuwa mikono. Akitetemeka kwanza hile. Sasa nione kapisa roho wa mekuja. Nikasema father. In the name of Jesus, I disconnect this brother from every family altar. Amen. I could say my amen. But I want to make up. How is that? He vote too. Nikamambia eh. Wewe ulikona ngochia nini? Ni tishi anointing oil ni kumuagilie. Ni kuambie touch, pokea, pokea. Ni anoint kitovu, no. It is faith. Unless I'm instructed by the Holy Ghost to do some stuff. Are you getting me? Are you getting me? That realm answers to faith and simple faith. That's why God is moved by the faith of a child. One day there was a blackout in my house. And my child was looking at me and looking at the bulb. In a manner to suggest, nini nimbaya? Ikitwe inawaka. You know, the child did not understand the economy of the house. Ajui kama ni tokens ilisha. For her, she has faith. You are my parents, do something. And on day two, there were no lights. She began to cry. And that's what we do when things are not working. We cry to our father. Because we believe in God so much. Hallelujah. Faith is a currency. The first service to them. What is this? This are talk to me. This is a this a thousand. Amen. This a thousand. What is this? 
it is currency. Do you know, in this a thousand, I have bread, I have yogurt, I have lunch. What are those things? But what is this substance? Are you getting it? So, if I go to the supermarket and I don't have a thousand and get all the things, I have to go through the counter. And they will count and ask me, do you have the substance to get the things? Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. So, if I have this substance and I'm hoping for bread, is it not the evidence of bread in this substance? So, if I'm hungry and I, and I, and I have this 200, do you know I will walk like I'm already full? Because I know my hunger can be settled. This one can manufacture a plate of food. <laughs> now, if that does not, me, Miss Junez, I could explain the idea. <laughs> Why? Because in the realm of the spirit, there are things that can never manifest in this realm until you have this substance. And the more this substance is, the more you have access over these things. Now, the other thing we must study, what are those things? These things are things that come to give us backup in our assignment in God. Today, there are appetites that are yours. I've given you a story of a car and generator. That car was my appetite. It's a thing. But the desire of God was generator. So, did I have the money for the generator? Yes. So there are things God will not give you even if you have faith. You can't have faith to have another man's wife. Those are not your things. <laughs> because again we have taught faith and made it look like it's an open check to access anything. Are you getting it? Your appetites must be aligned with the ordinances of God. That's why men that have results of faith, they will tell you their testimonies with God first. And even if God gives you a thing called a car, I've dedicated cars here, and many people come and tell me, this one is for the kingdom. And I say, that's how the thing came. That's why it came. If you are to tell me, Pastor, kwetu tumedharauliwa sana, kwetu, sisi kwanza tumedharauliwa sana. Nikambia mungu anipea gari. Hii ni manunua. Naenda kesho kitui. Wajue. Walio kutharao jana. Wataku celebrate leo. Anoint. That thing is not of God. It must give glory to the father. Let's go back to the scripture and finish. Uh -uh. Then there is the law of sound. Law of sound. The law of sound. In sound we have praise and worship. Praise and worship. We have prayer. And these things create atmospheres. The law of sound. Every shrine has a sound. Every shrine has a sound. There are no spiritual dealings without a sound. The Bible says, and Daniel was told you cannot pray in this territory. That day, Daniel released a sound. The Bible says the whole of Babylon had. Whatever sound Daniel released, was not heard in the physical Babylon. It was too big for a man's sound to be heard. Babylon was big more than Kiambu. 
So it was heard in the realms of the spirit. And because of that sound, the decree of the king was nullified. By the time the man ended in the lion's den, those lions could not open their mouth because the sound of Daniel silenced them. That's why even witches, they can never operate without speech. You'll never find a mute witch. They will come with a list. And that's why sometimes these two prayers of beads, some of them new chawi. You are given a list. You are told, go outside the life church and declare 99 times life church will not prosper. At 2 in the morning, naked, facing the gate. Two you come. Naked. One. Life church will not prosper. Two. Life church will not prosper. Three. Ninety-nine times. Now you tell me, you'll deal with that person from a place of humility. I'm a humble guy. Those words will manifest in your life. That's why, that's why we pray the way we pray. We utter sometimes, even which is speaking tongues. It is a kingdom language. It depends which one. They fumble things you can't understand and then they tell you, Mababu Anasema. Listen, they are consulting, they are decoding matters in their realm. Are you getting me? Look at our traditional songs. Their songs, even, even when the Mungikis were there, those guys, there's a time they will sing and you'll see something has gotten in them and you see a boldness that cannot be understood. And they are singing traditional songs, shaking their legs. By the time they are done, chorus four, you can sense an atmosphere of anarchy, rebelliousness, and you can't bring that meeting to order. Because at that time, they have stirred the atmosphere by sound. Those who come from Western Kenya, you know, during circumcision times, they will come with their small to drums as they beat and they sing. Spirits descend upon men. They say, that is the time ladies are raped. And it is normal. If you're a lady and you meet that convoy, Rape is part of it. And then the spirits locate circumcisers with two drums. You're seeing people saying, no, no, no. in the streets, a spirit finds expression and a man is given the circumcisor's knife. Someone that has never done surgery and that day he will circumcise accurately without missing the part. And then you tell me, songs are just songs. Hey, you need to understand these things. They start atmospheres. This is the same thing. You go to a club, a PhD holder, a man of honor. You go to a club, you take two bottles of alcohol. The next thing you are on the table singing, It's My Life. At that time, intellectuality does not matter. The sound atmosphere has arrested you. The next time you are singing, Bend over and you are bending over, and you are a PhD holder, doctor. intellectualism can never defeat spiritualism. That's the fact. This thing will, is serious. Are you getting me? The law of sound. We can dwell there because I'm a musician. Allow me to finish this scripture then we go. Is that okay? Do you have two minutes? Let's finish. Let's finish. Therefore the angel of the Lord commanded God to say to David that David should go erect an altar to the Lord on the threshing floor of Onan. A threshing floor is a language of judgment. 
That's where you separate the wheat from the chaff. So David went up at the word of God, which he had.